Hello and welcome to Manners Matter 2. This is not your grandma's etiquette. This is real life practical conversations on how to be your best self. Your hosts are myself, Rachna Adianthaya, founder of Create My Change, which focuses on business etiquette, image and personal development coaching. My co-host is Julia Estevi Boyd, international etiquette and protocol consultant with a focus on teaching real life skills important for your professional and your personal success. Hello. Hi, Julia. Are you here? Hi. Yes, I'm here. How are you? Good. Very good. How are you? How's everything in Hong Kong? Everything's great. Still very warm temperatures, despite it, despite it being um, October. Gosh. But um, I'm, I'm coping. I'm coping. It's cooling down a little. Uh, it, does, it does get a little cooler, doesn't it? It does, It does have yes. a slight... Um, yeah, it's... it's um, we lived in Texas for years and... I remember it, there was one weather, it was hot and hotter, um, and I never <laughs> did get used to the lack of seasons. Um, so it is. it does take a bit of getting used to you. Um, but all well, other than that, and you're all settled in. Yes, I'm all settled in, and I'm enjoying my gin and tonic because it's 9pm in the evening, so it's oh, obligatory. Loving and it. Um, are you having your coffee? I am. <laughs> Well done. Well done. <laughs> my my lemon detox didn't last long, did it? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm having my my. Uh, it would be a bit worrying if I started my day off with gin and tonic. Uh, it would be a little a little early, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> although um, it's um, it's um, gin o'clock always somewhere in the world. It is. <laughs> or wine o'clock. So true. <laughs> so true. Um, today we're going to tackle the issue of Halloween. Um, uh, do you celebrate, do they celebrate Halloween in Hong Kong? Apparently not you know? so much, not so much, no. I think they do, um, as far as I understand it, a little bit, but it's not a big thing. You know, I think there's sometimes there's children have little celebrations, but I think it's primarily amongst expats. Yeah, probably, so I mean... It is celebrated, but it's not like any other sort of Chinese festival right. where everybody... Um, is involved and really sort of participates so it's not as big a deal as it is in other places okay because I I remember growing up in England um, it wasn't really a big thing either and now it's become more of a thing but um, I can name a handful of times I've trick-or-treated I mean it's it really for me wasn't something that we did or really celebrated how about you yeah I was the same because I grew up in the UK obviously in in Scotland and it was never a big deal and I distinctly remember one occasion that I went trick-or-treating and I was still in my primary school and it must have been my last year of primary school so I was I don't know maybe 10 11 it was the first time I'd ever done it didn't really know anything about it in fact I remember being very upset because it was a sort of last minute thing to go out trick or treating, and my, we hadn't planned a costume f- for me. 
And um, the costume that my mother came up with was sort of really strange. Do you, uh, you're, you're probably too young because I'm, I think I must be twice your age, but there was this <laughs> You're not. <laughs> She's not twice my I age. Just, <laughs> I just feel like it because I've had so many children. Oh. Um, but there was this programme when I was young and I vaguely remember it. It was, it was very, very popular called Upstairs, Downstairs. Have you heard of Oh, that? yes, I remember that. But I vaguely remember But I didn't remember, remember the Halloween. No, but no, exactly. So this is my point that there's this <laughs> programme called Upstairs, Downstairs. And it's a little bit of the sort of Downton Abbey of the mm-hmm. style. It was about yes. the staff that lived downstairs and then, you know, the aristocracy that lived upstairs. And it was very popular. So... My mum made me this outfit. She put this dress on me and she said I could be this woman called Mrs. Bridges. Okay, and Mrs. Bridges was the woman, you know, she was um, like the, the head maid or the head cook oh, downstairs. Oh, uh, yes, so, yeah. Yeah, so she, so she was the one that was working downstairs. So my mum put this, me in this black sort of sticky out dress, <laughs> gave me a tray and she put a packet of crisps on the tray. Oh, that's brilliant. And, box of cookies or something and everybody else was trick-and-treating and they had these fabulous outfits and people were looking at me saying who are you and I was going I'm Mrs Bridges from upstairs downstairs <laughs> and they looked at me with absolute horror so this is an etiquette tip oops I just hit the microphone um don't guess a child's costume incorrectly okay can you imagine yeah no. how that child feels and nobody recognizes who they're supposed to be so better to say wow tell me about your costume <laughs> don't absolutely say, don't say well, who are you meant to be uh, that's and the only the only real memory i have as a child of halloween maybe i was traumatized and then never did it again yeah another as a teenager, I had, sorry, no. tip yeah, carry on, sorry. Yeah, another etiquette tip could be just don't dress your child in... Um, the ridiculous <laughs> a, a character know. that only I you know. would watch and none of her age group I would watch know. or something. I hope my mother doesn't listen to this podcast. She'll never forgive me for sharing. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. Um, I can't remember. I always remember thinking you have to be in a scary outfit. It has to be something spooky, but that's not the case with Halloween here, is it? They no. People dress up in all sorts. No, not at all. And I think, you know, especially with um, teenagers and, um, you know, adults that celebrate it as well, when they go to, you know, you have an adult costume party, it's just mm. a free-for-all. It doesn't have to be scary. It can be, but it really... It really doesn't have to be. My daughter's talking about Halloween saying this year she'd like to be a unicorn. Last year she was a pirate. And it's like, well, okay. But it's um, the way it is. I dressed up a little bit as a teenager, sort of my late teens a few times. And that was kind of fun. And I've still been to the odd sort of costume party, which is fun. But I've never really been a big Halloween sort of celebrator. I haven't either. I um. I dressed up as a hot dog last year oh. because <laughs> took one for the team. My son is obsessed with French fries, and so he was French fries, and I was the hot dog. Um, I had to, yeah. So I, I thought I've really done my part for someone who doesn't love to get dressed up. I, I thought, you know, I've gone all out here. Um, and my daughter, actually, this year, she's six she wants to be a mummy so um i'll be using a lot of uh lee roll (laughs) (laughs) and wrapping her up 
um, and, and that. The costumes, the but, costumes are fun for children. The, the costumes can be fun for adults as well. It all depends. Yeah. I remember the only other memory I have, particularly of Halloween, and I must have been really in my late teens. All my friends, we were going to a nightclub where everybody had to dress up. And of course, again, typical last minute, I had no outfit. And I pulled together this outfit and I dressed as a like as a homeless person, like a tramp. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, you know, really funny. And, you know, people, everybody was laughing because, you know, a lot of the, a lot of my girlfriends were also very glamorous. <laughs> and I yeah. I put like big dots of mascara all over my chin to make, make it look like stubble. And somebody actually offered me money in the street. Oh, wow. Was that good? <laughs> Did you get into the club? Was my question. <laughs> Looking like well, that. Actually, yeah, I got I got into the club. I just remember somebody offering me money in the street. Oh, I thought, my no. goodness, I must look like a real tramp. Well, I've heard. And, no, sorry, I've heard another, you're really good at costume making, aren't you? A, aren't well, you really I have. Good at? I have over the years. I I have made several. I remember when I was younger, when my child, my my oldest children were very young and I couldn't afford to go to the Disney shop or anywhere mm-hmm. and buy these outfits so I used to make them myself I did Little Red Riding Hood I did um uh, what was the one that was locked in the tower from the hunt oh I did lots of these and I made them, you know, I made them all myself just from old linen and and things like that um, but I remember my son who was, I don't know, he was still quite young. He must've been seven or eight or something and said he really didn't want to dress up for Halloween. Didn't want to, didn't want to. And I said, you don't need to dress up. I was at school. I said, no problem. You don't have to. The night before I was tucking him into bed, it was eight or nine o'clock at night. And he said, I really want to dress up for Halloween. Um. I said, Okay. Well, I don't know what we've got or what we can do, and he was really upset because he changed his mind. But he was really at that time into um, Minecraft, mm-hmm. so I made him a Minecraft outfit. I got a cardboard box, and I sat up all night decorating it. And it was like the best. I think he won a prize for the best costume oh, ever. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's funny, but you know, people put a lot of effort into these things, and I don't know if you do in the same way. As an Anna, as you're an adult, you just sort of come up with an idea. You probably go buy it or pull something out your wardrobe. When it's your children, you just put so much more effort into it because it's you know you really feel for them and you want them to feel amazing. Yeah, well, clearly you do. I, I feel like I'm I'm not going to win Mother of the Year here. I <laughs> I probably just buy. Um... Well, let me tell you now, I will never make another costume. In fact, I haven't for years. But um, you know, now it's like nope. I buy. You want it? I buy it. <laughs> Don't make it anymore. I'm not making it. The worst is when you buy it and they go, Yeah, no, I think I'm gonna be this this year. And you're like, no, you're gonna be this. <laughs> I have the costume now and that's what it's going to be. Um actually we recently um a friend of mine gave me a whole box of costumes that her daughter had grown out of and it's wonderful she played dress up and it's just the most amazing gift to be given with young children because it's you know it's got your halloween outfits for the next few years at least fantastic Um, i know from someone like that that you can use um that's wonderful you don't have to you know think too hard you've got choices it's so it's great. It's such a wonderful gift. I think um, I always actually forward 
things that are too small, the uh, Halloween outfits that are too small to friends now, because I know that they can get, they can be really expensive and you wear them for one night and then you obviously no one wants to be the same character the next year. So. And they grow so quickly um, that they probably wouldn't fit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not very good at making stuff myself. So, um, unlike you, Julia, which I now, I now feel really bad that I'm, not that mom. Actually, it's quite funny because, you know, I have five children. So I have four daughters, one son. And with my first two daughters, I had to make all the outfits for everything. So I have all the photographs of these outfits. Then with the other children, mostly we would make a little bit or, you know, pull things together, buy things, you know, accessories as we needed. And when my um, one of my daughter's started to get a little bit older and looked at the at the photos she was saying it's not fair you never made me an outfit like that it's like you can't win (laughs) you You can't can't. and it's so awful that's so awful don't you feel so bad my children say that all the time you know I I I don't I don't need to I don't have time it's different um you look great you have a fantastic outfit so you know (laughs) there's just no there's no comeback for that I um it's like the first ball, my eldest, you know, we made him this wonderful photo album and put a list of his first words. And I don't have five children, so I don't have any excuse. I have two children. But when Sophia, my youngest, came along, <laughs> there was none of that. You know, there was just nothing. And she she keeps saying, well, you made all this for, for Rihan and, and now I don't have this. And I I just feel so guilty that I didn't have time to do it. Normal. It's completely normal. I think every parent understands exactly the same thing. We all do the same with the first child. We can do these lovely scrapbooks, little photo albums and you know, all these kind of things, you know. But then there comes a time where you just you too many children and you're too busy with work. <laughs> too many and life children. And yeah. You just can't do the same. I know. But for for Halloween, we can make them feel very special because Halloween is a big deal in America, that's for sure. And um, there is etiquette. There is Halloween trick-or-treating etiquette. Um, but, you know, things like don't empty out the unattended bowl of candy that someone's left into your sack, um, all that sort of stuff. Don't you think there are some sort of rules? I agree. I agree completely. I I know that we were talking in a recent podcast about some of the topics of etiquette being given a title, such as fridge etiquette or pet etiquette. And this is exactly the same. Halloween etiquette is just a label or a title for some common sense things that everyone should really try to consider. It might be different for adults and children. So, yes, when it comes to trick-or-treating, you know, there's things that, you know, we can teach our children, we can remind our children of their manners, you know, which they might actually forget, especially if they're consuming a lot of sugar or if you're not right sort of beside them, looking over them. So as you said, you know, not to be greedy, you know, when accepting sweeties and candies and, you know, being polite to the people that they meet and saying thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you know, there is an etiquette uh, around there it. There definitely is. I, it's hard, isn't it, because it's... <laughs> For most of the time, you're treat, you're teaching your children to not 
It's, it's, it's the complete opposite. They're going up to people's front doors, ringing on their doorbell, and basically asking for sweets. <laughs> I'm not complete, sure what... Complete strangers. Yeah, complete strangers. I'm sometimes. not sure what message we're trying to teach them on this whole thing. But that being said, it's it's great fun. And if they're, if everyone's in the spirit, that's great. But it's reminding them that if the lights are off, they don't want to be disturbed. If they've rung the doorbell more than once, uh, like once, maybe twice, if no one answers, leave. You know, that's a cue to say they're not coming or they're yeah. not interested. This is, this is very true. And also from the perspective of the adults, you know, adults may have children arriving at their home and they don't have children of their own. So some will love the occasion yeah. and there can be a stream of children knocking on the door all evening and they will love it, but there will be others that will hate it. So if you hate it, go out for a couple of hours because trick-or-treating doesn't really last more than a few hours in the evening. Yeah. Or don't answer the door, turn up the volume of your television. You've got no obligation to answer. You've got no obligation yeah. to decorate your front door, but you can sort of hide a little bit from it. Yes. The, so we we actually do leave um a bowl unattended because of where we live we go to we go up the road to um the neighboring neighborhood where all my children's friends are and i put a sign up saying um you know please take one piece of candy and for the most part people are respectful we also don't get many people down our street because you know just because there's no pavement um so it's not very easily accessible um but but for most part people are and i know i've heard stories of people emptying out those bowls um but it doesn't stop me from leaving the bowl out because i still have faith that if you put the sign in, and most people will just take one and be honorable because they don't want to you know prevent someone else from having um a piece of candy so i think it's a shame when people go oh i don't bother because someone's gonna it's it's almost assuming the worst isn't it it's assuming the worst in in people's nature i and still just, keep it out presuming, anyway yeah presuming that um, it's the, the same absolutely and not no, no yeah. point in doing it I know. And, you know, it's the ultimate sugar fest. Um, so there's a strong likelihood that at some point your child will lose the plot and uh, forget <laughs> their manners and, you know, mow down the lawn instead of walking up the pathway or jump I in know. the bush or something. So it's just reminding them that, you know, use the walkways and don't ruin someone's garden. Don't, you know, be respectful of their decorations. <laughs> mm. um, it's all those things that can be quite overwhelming when you're, you know, you're stuffing your face with sugar. This, and I know, I know. And it's exciting and it's new because it's it's not something that you, you only do once a year. So it's not something you do regularly and it's, you're out, yeah. it's dark and um, it's all strange and new oh, territory, yeah. so they, they, they children can and easily some, forget some of the houses are just so spooky except one particular house I remember going <laughs> my daughter must have been about four years old and you wouldn't really know it from the outside and you walk in and my husband just said it was terrifying for him um her eyes just got wider and wider and wider <laughs> and um 
she got to the front door. I mean, it was it was really adult spooky. I mean, it was not good. Um, and she she grabbed the candy from the man, and I think she just ran back. She was so scared. <laughs> and then then she turned around and she said, "You are a very scary man." <laughs> and, she ran and I just thought, "Oh, it's funny." But um, actually, I was really worried that she would be affected or have nightmares or it and in hindsight had I known that the inside as you as you sort of walked further inside to the house um was going to be that scary I'd never let them go in so I wonder whether in those cases maybe you should put a sign saying you know maybe not appropriate for children yeah under a certain age (laughs) yeah it was I mean one of one house we went to looked like it had a proper graveyard in their front garden and you know it was heads flying off and it was just it was so theatrical and it's quite funny people go to extremes and they do it with christmas as well don't they they light (laughs) illuminate the entire house and they have snowmen and yeah and everything reindeers from you know propped on their on their rooftops it's quite funny i mean it's nice it's nice you know people need to celebrate people need to have fun i am slightly less exaggerated in that way I do you know my, my children they like to sort of have pumpkins and they like to put yes. you know stickers on the windows and things like that but I don't go f- sort of big time overscore but it's always very entertaining and if there weren't people like that doing that then it wouldn't be it wouldn't be very interesting it's always nice for the onlookers I think to see all I think it is effort. too I'm I'm like you. I um I do a bit, but I, I my my main concern is I have to I have to take this down. <laughs> no, no. I, you have to scrape the stickers uh, off the windows and it's you know, just oh. such a hassle. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just not up for that. Even at and Christmas is where we really decorate. I I feel like that's too much. It takes a while. So um, yeah, I'm I'm. I would say I'm middling on my on my decorations. I do some, but not not too much. Um, but it's interesting because you know there's a lot of adults who really enjoy Halloween. You know, a lot of adults do it as kind of an obligation. You're a parent, you do it for your children. But there's a lot of adults that do it for themselves. They really like it. It's a great excuse for a party. Yeah. You see, actually, um, celebrities around the world, you know, dressing up for Halloween. They have these fantastic Halloween parties and they all have these fantastic costumes, you know? Yeah. Do you remember Seal and Heidi Klum used to do this huge Halloween party? It was just one of the biggest events of the year. You know, they'd go all out on people. people Not that I've ever been. Really, really, no. I was never invited. Um, but they really go to town, you know. Um, so there's no reason why adults can't. I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's great fun. But some there are some people that even, like, uh, take it, want to take it into the workplace and they want to um, just go beyond or above and beyond because, you know, they have that kind of personality. You know, they have a great sense of fun, a great sense of humour, and they want to you know, it's Halloween, let's celebrate it in the office. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's quite tricky to manage because I know some offices um, give you free reign to actually um, 
celebrate and and get dressed up. But there's still an office dress code policy. So you have to align it. You know, you can't be too risque. It's work. Um, you know, you cannot... I think you've got to be aware to not um, infringe things like political, racial, those kind of... Um, Issues. So you do, there has to be some thought in your costume too. Yeah, I think when, I mean, when it comes to the workplace, I mean, I would say it's very best to keep things a little bit low key. But again, that depends on your work environment. I mean, if you work in a school, for example, or a very laid back, casual environment, then, you know, it shows that you're part of the team if everybody's doing something for Halloween in the office. But um, it could be that you're working in some kind of, I don't know, administration and nobody's really paying too much attention to it. And then if you arrive with your Halloween sweeties or your Halloween decorations or whatever, you know, it doesn't necessarily correlate to the people that you work with, your teammate, your teammates, your mm-hmm. co-workers. Um, it, it depends. But I mean, I suppose people normally know that the the, the environment that they work in and then would... Um, would decide on on what to do you know some people some adults really love halloween i know i i'm amazed <laughs> i'm amazed at how many of them do um because i obviously i'm not a big you know a costume person um but for some people this is the best time of the year for my son for example it's his favorite holiday his absolute favorite he actually knows the houses uh, he knows which houses give out full-size candy bars for example so he will that's that's the first like we have to get there first you know there's this there is a plan in place he's like right we go here and then we go here and (laughs) it's it's quite phenomenal it's uh, it's amazing what they remember um it's been a full year and they still remember those houses. You know, they don't know their way back from school, but they remember the houses that give out the full, <laughs> full candy bar. Um, I know. So Hall- Halloween is just one of the, and I think it's something that if you grew up with it being a big thing, it's mm. going to evoke so many memories um, of those happy times that as an adult, maybe that's, you know, that's where you get that love for the holiday. For us, it was slightly different growing up in the UK. Um, it wasn't a big thing. So mm-hmm. it's definitely an adjustment and it's fun. Um, I've got to say it's really good fun. It's lovely to see the children out and about. Um, <laughs> lovely to see them on a sugar high. Yeah, well, not so lovely um, if you're the parent. Yeah. Observer, then it's a different story. Oh, gosh, I know. It's like, <laughs> brush your teeth, brush your teeth. Um my, my, my a question that I had with, from someone was, is there ever a place to give healthy snacks out? Because I know some parents do this and they, they'll give, you know, some fruit or um, a granola bar. Um, and I, I, honestly, if my children get this, they kind of look at it like, what have you given me? <laughs> Then, then they, and then they sort of politely put it in their bag and walk off. But I know, I know it's not their favorite. It's not something that they're going to eat that night. Um, is is it? Is there a case of saying, well, Halloween is Halloween. It is what it is. It is sugar. I don't think. I I I don't think you can, you know, not give them sweeties. You know, it's just one of these 
things. It's just like in the, the Christmas stockings. When I was younger, you would get a tangerine and you would get some yes. m- monkey nuts. Yeah. If I did that to my children and there's... <gasps> Could you imagine? They would, They'd be like, Santa didn't come. They would probably throw <laughs> them at me. They would throw them at me, literally. So there's a you know it's funny it's like having a birthday cake without um a birthday a birthday party without a birthday cake I think I watched not that I watch reality tv as I said before (laughs) I I think I watched one of these um keeping up with the Kardashians and um what's the the, what Chloe I think uh no which one is she the really tall one no the small smaller one um I don't one, know. It's it's a it's a okay, one that Penelope's <laughs> the daughter, but I can't um, remember. So anyway, she was doing a birthday party uh, for her for, for her daughter or something, and she didn't want a cake. She was it was all fruit, so everything was fruit everywhere. It was a like a, a, it wasn't really a cake. It was a cake. It looked like a cake, but it was all made of fruit and everything. Yeah, I've seen those. It's like a big melon that you cut into this big melon in the shape of a cake. Yeah. And it's like, and wow, this, this is a cake. It's like, it's not really a cake. You yeah. can't call that a cake. That's it's, a melon. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a dressed fruit. up melon. It's fruit. Yeah. And uh, her sisters were really giving her a hard time saying, you cannot do this for a birthday party. You cannot have only fruit. You know, and she was saying, well, I want to be healthy and I want to have a good lifestyle and what I want my children to know it's not always about sweeties you know actually I don't, I don't yeah, know which is a good to my mind which but. is a it is a good lesson but I'm just saying it's it's I just feel like there's some sort of moderation isn't there and there's sort of a time and place for once once everything. a year surely yeah have, have some sweeties the problem with Halloween is that so you have Halloween and then it's a like a few weeks later it's thanksgiving and then you've got christmas so i feel like it it kicks off just the bad eating <laughs> the sugar fest for the rest of the the season and it's a pretty long season um and also you just get so much candy i feel like we have it for the next you know couple of months um you have it for weeks mean, and you shove it in a drawer or a tin <sighs> or a jar and you just have this endless amount of candy that you really just stop eating well i know that some of the dentists take your extra candy which always makes me laugh i'm like what do the dentists do Do they give it to their patients and go here you go i'll see you back in a week (laughs) (laughs) i don't really i don't know it's like how does that work um anyway um yes halloween halloween coming up soon have you apart from the the hot dog what else have you dressed up as? Wonder Woman, who actually was my <gasps> really? hero. Yeah. Um, one, I'm not, yeah, I'm not very um, creative on my Halloween costume. So I I basically uh, reused my Wonder Woman outfit um, for about four years until everyone was like, oh, is that your only outfit? I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, it is. I've also... Um, Oh, my husband and I went to a party and we were like the 70s style joggers. You know, when the shell seats were in fashion, I don't know if everyone calls them shell seats, but they were the kind of shiny track seats. So it was like a matching track seat top, track seat bottoms with the headband and everything was neon. Yeah. So we looked 
very special. Um, yeah, I've done a few costume parties as, like that. We had an 80s night, we had a 70s, and we've done a few things, and uh, it's been great fun, but not necessarily related to Halloween. It's usually been somebody's, you know, a big birthday, a 40th birthday party or something like that, and it's just like a Hawaiian party we went to as well. Ooh, so yeah. it's been not necessarily because of... Um, because of Halloween of, of Halloween you have to actually as adults you have to be very careful nowadays especially with your costumes because you, you know you have this cultural appropriation so you mentioned something earlier about mm. you know how you know how you can dress up and I think it's kind of deemed acceptable to dress as a public figure to a certain extent or a historical figure yeah but I think um you know, you have to start being a little bit careful. I think there's some do's and don'ts from an etiquette point of view. I remember, <clears throat> excuse me, um, what well, must have been 15 years ago or something, Prince Harry wore uh, an yeah. outfit. He, yeah. was, he was younger and yeah. it, I don't think it was Halloween either, but he wore this sort of Nazi sort of style outfit and the entire world went mad. And everybody was offended and really dis- disappointed. Um, yeah. He had to he had to make a public apology, and so did they did uh, Buckingham Palace. So there's definitely some things that yes, it's great to dress up and it's great to have fun, but you know, just there are one or two things that kind of aren't really sort of uh, appropriate. No, and I think stay away from controversial things. I just that would be <laughs> my t- rule of thumb takes away the fun it takes away the fun it does and you never know what you know you especially if you're in a party not everyone thinks in the same way and you may think you know the host really well but you don't know the others there and um I, I my rule of thumb is just stay away from from the controversy um don't be the one that gets remembered for, for the wrong wearing reasons. something. Yeah, because that can, like, Harry's, Prince Harry's, um, you know, that's always associated with him. It's been brought up so many times, and he was yeah. very young, but he made, he nonetheless. Made a mistake. He made one he mistake. Did. But, but it lives with that. him. Yeah. So thinking about the impression that you want to convey as well just means you might want to use a little bit of caution with your outfit, you know? And also... That's relevant when you think about social media nowadays because, yeah, 15, 20 years ago, you know, people would snap a, snap a photograph. But now everything is, you know, on social media. So there's, if you're at a public event, there's little chance for privacy. So you may want to dress up in some kind of outfit, but it will be shared, guaranteed somebody will share it, somebody will tag yeah. you, everybody will see it. Now, that's fine if you're okay with everybody seeing it, the whole world, but it depends on how you want to be seen and um, what you want to be remembered for. Everybody's different. You know, we're not robots. We have different lives, different standards. That's okay. But you just have to know that beforehand that you may be judged and people may form an impression of you and your future employer might see you wearing something that's not quite you know yeah and that's a really good point that's a really good point um you know and I feel so sad because children now have 
they have to think about everything. I we were lucky. We grew up in an era where social media wasn't pervasive throughout our whole lives, and and we didn't have this level of scrutiny. Whereas now, our children grow up, and that little mistake can cost them jobs down the line, or can just um, you do have to just be very aware of the fact that you can you can be tagged on social, and if you're wearing something that is inappropriate or, you know, slightly off, then um, then that can come back and haunt you. So I think, what, I think what, that's what hard. What many people, I think, nowadays, um, employers, you know, the first thing they will do if they receive somebody's CV is they will Google that person or they will look on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. they will sort of check out their social media pages and nobody's perfect. People party, people have fun, and that's fine. But there are certain things that could be giving the wrong impression of you that they will take on board and they will know that about you. You might not know that they know that about you. Yeah, and it's sad. I was I sort of made me think about the Prime Minister of the New Zealand um, who had the photos emerging of her at a party. Oh, I know that um, was interesting, actually. Who yeah. was it? It was, it was a senior she political. Was dancing. That's and right. And it's, it's not fair, you know. And I'm thinking everyone's been there. I know. <laughs> everyone's been young, and it's, it's, it's hard because you're you're having to defend something that you did, you know, a decade or so ago, and and actually, it's just what people, young people, do. So it's it's a it's a bigger burden. I would say for for young young people and for old people, I suppose for everyone, um, <laughs> young and old, um, you, you have to really think about what you're going to wear mm, more so. so than you probably have in previous generations. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely. You know, maybe yeah. people should just follow the follow the rules of or the the festivals that they do in other countries that are more simple <laughs> because yeah, there's that's true. other countries where they don't they don't sort of do it the same way I think and maybe um, we should have a, a theme for the year yeah this exactly. year Halloween is going to be yeah I think it's I think it's Guatemala I'm not sure not 100% sure but I think they they have a kite festival and I think they fly these they make kites themselves and they fly them over cemeteries Japan, I think oh, they have street, wow. street parades. Yeah. Um, you know, Mexico is all about candles, incense, mm-hmm. um, and lots of tequila. So yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe that would be would be good. No, but I mean, it's celebrated differently around the world, and yeah. you know, different cultures will always yeah, have they're their the own, day of the dead, their own ways, um, which coincides. Whatever country you are living in, there will always be do's and don'ts. You know, don't fly your kite too high or <laughs> do this or do, don't do that in a street parade. There's always going to be etiquette involved, isn't there? That's there what really makes, is. Makes the there world really go round. I think just a bit of thought that goes um, beforehand can save you a lot of trouble. Um, and to sum it up then, because we've got um, Halloween around the corner, it's just, 
just be mindful about your costume. Have a think about it. Um, but have fun with it and be polite and make sure that you accompany your children. Don't ring on someone's doorbell multiple times. <laughs> um, be considerate. Um, don't rummage around that, you know, candy box looking for the best candy. <laughs> just pick one, <laughs> say thank you and move, move on. Um, any other ones that you would add in Julia no just the just yeah exactly the same just you know take a moment to think about the overall the overall event and what you're doing and how you do it and how you you know how you help your children to you know have a great time and be vigilant actually with your children as well because Mm. you know just uh, you never know what could happen but most of all have fun Absolutely. As always, thank you for listening. We love hearing from you. If you have any topics or suggestions that you would like to be covered, please reach out to us at Manners Matter 2 or follow us on Instagram and Facebook and you can subscribe on the links below. See you next time. And remember, be nice and Manners Matter 2.